0: Again, everyone and welcome to part two of this interview so for this episode i am on an interview with one of my really good friends ryan that lives in africa in this interview we are dissecting um, sexuality sex bisexuality sexual orientation and basically bringing to limelight a lot of the sexual topics that a lot of people are very shy about so please join me on part two of this episode slash interview going back to you though being bisexual and uh maneuvering through relationship how has that been you know what, what's the what's the relationship or the dynamic or the situation with you dating as a member of the lgbtq or lgbti how, how has that been what was that what's that experience been like for you if you can summarize it then. Mm. yeah okay
1: uh i guess this is fair also the context that most of these experiences have come after i moved to africa and have like resided and worked here Mm.
0: um
1: i think again also coming from the perspective i just think everyone's bi they just don't identify that way or act on it Mm -hmm. um i think bisexuality is seen as a tool that people use some people use it as, like, a stepping point to coming out.
0: Like, uh-huh. you're not
1: comfortable coming out as completely straight. Like, you come out as in-between first.
0: Mm. Um,
1: I also see people thinking my is used as a tool to go after who you think is, like, the easiest at that time. Mm. Um, for, for me, it, part of what it feels like is... Uh, It's kind of, at times it feels like it's not fully accepted, understood, or appreciated by anyone on the spectrum. Um, Now that I think of it, I don't think I've ever been with, I've definitely never been with another man who is also bisexual. Um, And I think what comes out usually is the women who I'm with don't want to know it. And probably has put situations out there that I don't feel comfortable putting it out there and having them know it, fear of what that reaction might be like. Mm. Um, and the men who maybe do get told, uh, I think, react in a way that like uh, uh, invalidates it. So I would say like there's just like a lot of disbelief of like whoever you're currently with just believes that the other side of it is not really that serious. Um, And so I would say like through some of the relationships I've had, um, people just don't, people just would rather you pick a side for Mm -hmm. their own ease, Mm -hmm. even if it means like you stepping away from them. And I think part of that comes from like, the weird fear of, like, oh, now we just have, like, twice as many options as anyone else. So it's, like, twice as easy to, like, find someone better than you. Mm-hmm. Um, or it, like, comes from the fact of, like, you not really knowing what you want. And people questioning your identity for mm-hmm. you constantly can be, like, really annoying. Um, so for me, it's just, like, I think one of the things that I think I said before was just, like, there's a lack of modeling. So there's sometimes just, for me, a lot of confusion on... Is what i'm doing right um, and is it right to the people that i'm involved in and i think the the weirdest thing for me is kind of like when you can backtrack and you kind of like play out your sexual like let's say your sexual moments over a week of like who you were interacting with however sexy that is and what are you interacting with online doing on your own and like how those conflict and thinking back and being like if all of those moments happened at the same time, like what would people think? What were their thoughts be? How do you feel mm-hmm. about switching back and forth? Um, there's always the, the, the dilemma of when you log on to watch porn because you can't, there's not a site for just video by video that is always separated. So there's always like a picking of like, well, what am I choosing today for myself? Mm-hmm. And I always find that part interesting. Hmm
0: okay interesting i thank you for mentioning that by the way some of the struggles that uh, bisexual people go through you know because obviously if you're bisexual you go with both both um both genders and you did mention that um a lot of i i feel like the bisexual term has been overused by gay men i'm not so sure with with lesbian women i don't know how that works with women but i know for sure with gay men that's been overly used you know as a gay person coming out of uh, the closet you don't want to tell people that you're gay you know a lot of people don't feel comfortable telling people that they're gay because that's too extreme you know like oh you like men dude what the fuck? that doesn't seem cool you know what i mean so you kind of say instead of saying oh i'm gay you say i'm bisexual you know i just like men but i also like women just like you so you know so you have like uh like a commonality with somebody you know which is quite deceptive um and untrue as well i feel like it takes away the actual meaning of bisexuality to the actual bisexual people because i, I do believe that there are people who are actually really bisexual in that term definitely that conform to that term it doesn't matter where on that spectrum they are in so these gay men use it as some type of pro because it gives them some type of um leeway in a in an already negative yeah yeah, you know what i mean but also in the actuality though bisexual people suffer you know because i've seen a lot of i've heard i've also read articles of women um saying that they would they don't feel comfortable dating or even marrying a man who is bisexual i've also met a lot of gay men who say that they don't feel comfortable um dating a, a bisexual man long term you know they may date Temporarily, but when they're looking to settle down, long term, that like, you know, like start a family, get married, and all that stuff, they don't feel comfortable dating a man who identifies as bisexual. Which to me, you know, it makes sense because as as a as a gay man, you're attracted to a man, and you want a man that that's attracted to you. But you also know that that man is attracted to women, and you know that you can never compare to a woman. You can never. You may not understand what it is about a woman that that bisexual man is attracted to, but you can never fill that space. And um, I can I can definitely understand that you know it's a du- double edged sword, but it doesn't you know doesn't mean that it's that's not a thing, but it is a thing you know, and and I feel like bi- b- bisexual people are kind of hovering in that in that like uh, place of limbo. Uh, but but I would say though. I would say that even though bisexuality is a thing, I do believe that there there is there is a dating market for it. You know, dating market and sex market for it. Maybe maybe I'm speaking a little bit too. I'm reaching a little bit too much because I'm not bisexual, so I can't really I can't really tell. Um, but I would say that there are people who are legit interested in dating bisexual men. You know, they, it's not a problem. Maybe maybe it's not a problem for them, or maybe. Um, there are other things to help them overlook the bisexuality part or maybe some type of personality compatibility or sexual other types of sexual compatibility you know perhaps that's just the way i say it and the reason why i'm saying is because i remember um this particular show that aired on netflix uh i forgot what, what show it is the one with the with the wedding people you know um love love is blind i remember one of the guys he's bisexual and he was rejected by his fiance when she found out that he's bisexual and she didn't want to have anything to do with it and and i remember one of the scenes in that episode that really got me is when he said by the pool you know after he came out to the woman and she rejected him um he said and i can't really quote cuz I, I i don't i don't have the video in front of me right now he said something along the lines with tears in his eyes that he may be everything but at the end of the day at the end of his life he knows for sure that he did not deceive anybody he was always there honest and that hit me hard it really did Mm -hmm. you know and i genuinely appreciate that that scene i'm not a huge fan of the guy because i feel like a lot of things that he did in that episode or in the show just were just out of line a little too much and i feel like he gave bisexuality a really negative 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 light but that part i think that was very serious you know because i feel like there's a lot of people like him, or even gay men who have been lying, living double lives, pretending to be straight, getting married to women, reproducing with women. They're, these are husbands to women, have kids. You know, lying, living a double life, and I, I think that is something that is. Even though I understand, I'm not gonna say and pretend that I don't understand why you would lie about your sexuality. But just, you know, putting myself in as that woman. I wouldn't appreciate somebody lying to me, you know, like your entire marriage, your entire relationship is built on a lie. So I definitely do do understand and empathize on that, with that scene where where he, he you know, he said those words. What do you think?
1: Hmm. I understand the point of when we live in a society where it does get so difficult for people to be who they truly are i do understand a fear of committing to a bisexual person the fear originating from the fact that maybe they're not uh living out their full like sexuality in like honesty and they're with you to feel what they want or think they should feel and then it, it won't potentially last I guess I understand that concept. And especially in the way that our world perceives gay versus bisexual people, it's somewhat understandable. I guess the thing that I don't foresee, and I think something we've talked about is, I think if you're um, worried about marrying me as a bisexual person, I don't think that's necessarily a problem with me being bisexual, I think that's more of a problem with you and the way that you view yourself.
0: Uh, because if okay. you think
1: the only reason I'm saying you as a man is because you're better than all other men to me, and no one could live above you, that doesn't necessarily offer you a lot of security in that relationship. You're not necessarily painting the best picture of yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. You're painting
1: yourself as the person that just happened to win out this one race. And when you then construe that as like, well, if a woman came into the picture, I just can't compete. I think what, I think where some of the misconceptions happen for bisexual people is that, uh, we're into men's singularity and women's singularity. And I think it's more so just that across that binomial spectrum, like we are just into people and are sexually attracted to people. So, Probably like my standpoint is, I'm probably going to marry the best person I can find, not necessarily the best man or the best woman, but I'm going to marry the mm-hmm. best person for me. Mm-hmm. And if other men or women come into the mix, like I should have made that decision on who I was committing to, mm-hmm. regardless of the gender that they are. So I guess like, you know, at the end of the day, like people walking away from me because of my bisexual, does, it's probably a good sign for me
0: mm-hmm. to be like
1: okay, that person has more stuff to work on I'm there and probably
0: wasn't going to be the best partner for me. Mm-hmm. Going back to what I was saying, I do believe that there is a true market for um, bisexuals, you know, the people who are actually genuinely interested or doesn't, don't mind bisexual, you know, dating bisexual men and women. Um, but to me, I, I feel like there is a little bit more than that. Though I think, I think on, on top of that is compatibility. You have to be compatible. Me, personally, I would have married somebody who I'm not compatible with. And I feel like this compatibility is a holistic type of thing. Of course, sexual compatibility is one of it, but there's other kinds of compatibility, you know, emotional compatibility, physical compatibility, sexual compatibility, um, mental compatibility, intellectual compatibility, spiritual compatibility, and, you know, of course, like I said, sexual compatibility. So if you're able to find somebody who is compatible with you in every other aspect, including, Sexual, uh, sexual compatibility, I don't see why not, irrespective of what your sexuality is. And I feel like that's one of the things that's quite lacking. Um, and I also feel like this uh, lack of sexual compatibility is one of the reasons why a lot of people break up, a lot of marriages end, because sex is such a broad thing, but we're trying to paint it as black or white. You know, imagine a man who, for example, who appreciates oral sex. He likes oral sex. He likes receiving oral sex. He also perhaps he doesn't mind giving oral sex. And he is now, because of tradition, because of religion, because of culture, whatever, BS is out there, right? He is forced to marry a woman who is who, who is not who is not willing to give or receive oral sex. That is obviously not a sexual compatible match, sexually compatible couple, right? But because sexual or, or oral sex is considered to be taboo in accordance to religion or culture, you know, whatever it is that wherever that person is coming from, you, you've you missed a potential match or, or you've mismatched yourself with somebody who is not meant for you. And I feel like the same thing is also applicable with bisexuality. I believe that if you're being honest, if you're projecting your true self out there, I feel like there's definitely somebody who is able to overlook your bisexuality or if they see a lot more about yourself you know it's not just about bisexuality it's not just about your sexuality there's more to you as a person you know and if you happen to be um a man who sleeps with men and women or not sleeps with men or women you know but who is actually actively attracted to both men and women I like this man. I genuinely love this man. This person makes me feel this, makes me feel that. I'm I'm myself when I'm with this person. It just happens to be that they are not able to control who they're attracted to, you know. But then attraction doesn't also mean that the person is actively acting on something, you know. As a straight man, a straight man is attracted to women. But if he's married, doesn't mean that he's going to be sleeping around with both men and women, right? So I feel like a lot of it is also compatibility. If you're compatible with somebody, if you genuinely love somebody, and there's more to that compatibility than sexual compatibility, you know, I think that a relationship, a healthy, long-term relationship, even up to the point of marriage, can be formed. But I feel like part of the problem is that people focus too much on that sex part, you know, bisexual being, um, being seen as an other or being... Um, related to being gay, which is a negative thing and nobody wants to be associated with that because you're f- focusing on the wrong things. Does that make sense? Or, or just not the wrong things, but you're just mm. focusing on one thing alone, one thing only, when there should be focused on another person holistically. Does that make sense? Yeah.
1: I think for me, I guess it's about to like defining relationships as these connections we have with other people to fulfill needs that we can't fulfill on our own. Mm-hmm. Um, and marriage is an interesting thing where if you could think of all the different needs you want from people, like a belonging, sexual desire, uh, intellectual stimulation, friendship, like all of those things, um, except sex, um, are still allowed to be met by other people once you get married. Um, marriage is the only one that it seems to be boxed off into a corner once you commit yourself to somebody, which puts a lot of pressure on a singular person to meet all of your needs in that regard, and it doesn't really correspond to anything else. So I think it's interesting to recognize that we would never say that our significant other could be our only friend in the world, the only person that we would go and talk to about... Um, issues we were having, you never put that pressure on someone, nor would that actually feel good for you, nor does it work in the way that, like, human capital works, in the fact that we all are unique and can innovate in our own ways, and therefore, like, there's value in seeking out other people. Sex is the only need that we have that we can shift to one person um, at a stage in our life, and I think that's a very interesting, uh, I don't know, just a construct of the way society is built. So yeah, I feel like, obviously, that's moving into different forms of relationships, uh, which is a whole other conversation. But yeah, compatibility is important. But is it always going to? Are you trying to guarantee yourself 100% compatibility in certain areas of your life? And is that actually realistic to do?
0: But well, to add to that, I feel like the compatibility I'm talking about is what works for both of you, you know, even though it doesn't matter how different both of you are from each other, but what works for both of you. I've seen people who have open relationships, you know, it can be a situation where, A, I know that I am Mm. a gay. I know that I'm a gay man, and I know that you're a bisexual man, and if we're going to be in a long-term relationship, because I genuinely love you, and I genuinely appreciate you, I understand that, you know, you still have a thing for women you know so perhaps we can open up the relationship you know you go ahead and date women or whatnot or have situationships with women you know but at the end of the day i know you have my heart and i know i have your heart that kind of dynamic and straight people yeah, do it yeah straight straight people do it too you know but i feel like only certain kinds of personalities are able to make this work though if it's not your thing, then obviously it's not a match. you know what I mean, so I feel like that's just just one of the situations where compatibility would be would compatibility would make something work in spite of sexual orientation differences um, there are people who have swingers. Yeah. There's some people who are swingers There are people who are have mandingo parties and a whole bunch of things. I'm pretty sure if you go through um, categories and porn, you see different things for different folks, you know, that kind of stuff. But I feel like in order to get to that compatibility, though, you need to be realistic. You need to be honest. You need to be direct. Um, and I feel like, obviously, I understand why, but a lot of people are not honest about their bisexuality. A lot of people, not even just bisexuality, a lot of people are not honest about their sexuality at all because of that negative connotation tied to it does that make sense people are not people don't feel comfortable Mm. on the first date like if you're going to if you're going to on a date on the first date with a woman um you may not feel 100% comfortable telling her that you're bisexual out of fear of being judged you know being ostracized because they're going to be talking about you and this and that there's there's a there's a fear of society backlash you know your profession your image can be on the line, you know, the list goes on. So I feel like, you know, to overcome this issue, a lot more people need to be a lot more honest. You know, perhaps it's not the first thing you should probably tell mm. somebody, you know, out of fear of chasing them away. But when you're discovering each other, like, hey, this is who I am, this is who I This is who I am, this is who you are, you know? So there's levels to where you graduate, you graduate, you graduate until you get to that point where I feel like it's very important to discuss because transparency is very important, when you know, especially when it comes to marriage, because marriage is supposed to be a forever thing. I do believe that you need to be open with your sexuality, and both of you need to be compatible, whatever that compatibility is for both of you. It may not conform to somebody else's definition of compatibility, though, but as long as it's between both of you and both of you are okay. Remember, you are into each other. You are attracted to each other for whatever reason, and that is just one of the the check marks you know but if you're sexually compatible i think a healthy relationship can definitely brew from that Uh, another perfect example is also even in in heterosexual relationships i've seen a lot of marriages or read a lot of marriages that go down the drain because of lack of sexual compatibility and i see this happen a lot even especially with conservatives Um, people from conservative backgrounds, you know, people who talk about sex before marriage versus sex after marriage, you know, a person who has high sex drive, it would make sense for you to marry somebody who has high sex drive, right, and not somebody who has low sex drive, because now you're not sexually compatible, even though both of you are heterosexual or homosexual, right, both of you are compatible with the same sexuality, you know, in terms of heterosexuality, bisexuality, homosexuality, but you're not compatible in, in terms of sex drive. I feel like sexual compatibility is something that is not talked talked about, you know, but but also adding that sexual compatibility is just one type of compatibility. You need to be compatible with the person you're getting getting yourself say, situated with. You know, a person you're dating, somebody you're going to be married to, be compatible with them holistically, including sexually, before you get married to them. And I think that's the issue. And I feel like bisexual people don't have the privilege, or members of the LGBTQ, especially bisexual people, um, don't have the privilege to be as honest and transparent because of these kind of issues out of um, um, out of fear of being judged or you know being reprimanded. You get what I mean?
1: Discriminated, persecuted. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I, I do believe that sexual compatibility is very important, you know, including in heterosexual um, relationships. What do you think about sex before marriage? Because coming from Nigeria as a Christian, I was raised Christian, you know, we were taught that sex before marriage is of the devil. Um, you're going to hell and blah, blah, blah. As an adult, I think that's a load of horseshit. That's just me. You know, it doesn't make any sense for you to jump into a relationship before um, for you to jump into a relationship then then you, tr- you, you, you explore sexually with that person after you've married that person. It makes no sense. I feel like me personally, I feel like you should test drive the engine. <laughs> you know what I mean before you get married to that person. Mm-hmm. Now obviously I don't I don't recommend that you sleep around. I think that's, that's a, that there's a difference between um, test driving the engine of the, the person you're about to get married to. Um, versus being promiscuous, you know, sleeping around, because that comes with a whole bucket of problems on its own. But if you're going to marry somebody, I think it makes sense to, you know, live with them, have relationships with them outside of um, sex and also within sex, because it just makes sense. You know if you were to go to a car dealership wouldn't you want to test drive the car before you sign for it and drive it off the uh, parking lot you would want to do that before you buy a house you would want to go into the house multiple times to make sure that it's conducive for you before you buy a clothes or an outfit from any type of store you would want to try it out right there are fitting rooms and basically almost every store you know you want to you know, check it out before you take it home, and then get a surprise. Because what if you marry somebody who is not sexually compatible with you? And this lack of sexual compatibility may not necessarily manifest itself right away. It could be something that comes down the line. It becomes um, a problem in the marriage or relationship. It causes divorce or causes um, breakup. Especially right now, because the divorce rate is just so high. You know, you don't want to add to that statistic. What, what do you What do you think?
1: I... Uh... I guess I go back to thinking um, people are people who, and a lot of who they are changes over time. So I think uh, compatibility is only ever guaranteed in the moment. Um, So I I fully agree with test driving. I think it's probably an underestimate of how much you should try to have sex with someone before you commit to them for the long term. But I also believe more that uh, nothing that feels right or matches up now is necessarily going to be that way in the future. Uh, I think it's been proven over and over again that humans are really terrible at predicting themselves and being self-aware. I think it's more so like I think everyone has their own capacity to be self-ethical and to adapt, uh, and to become more compatible in a wider variety of situations than other people. I think those people are probably more of the type of person to strive for and be and to look for in a partner. Um, but yeah, I think obviously like kind of what makes relationships work in the moment is sexual compatibility. I don't think it necessarily means that you're guaranteed future success yeah happens. of course not of course that, not yeah of course not like, yeah like
0: compatibility is fluid well yeah well that's that's what i that's why i said uh, holistic compatibility it's not just sexual there's a bunch more other than outside of sexuality but i do believe that a lot of people patronize other types of things you know and then when it comes to um sexuality as hush-hush, as taboo you know well I don't want to do this yeah, because like, this, because be of that this, because it's an important part of the equation. but yeah yeah but I I think it's a very important not not necessarily more important than a different type of compatibility but definitely as important if you know definitely very important you want somebody who is intelligent You want somebody who's emotionally compatible with you. You want somebody who is intellectually compatible. You want somebody who is physically compatible with you. So why wouldn't you want to be with somebody who is sexually compatible with you? And it's we're not going to get there if it's hush-hush. You know what I mean? Because we're sexual beings. We just are. You know, you have a penis for a reason. You have a vagina for a reason. You know what I mean? Now, I understand that some people have less sex sexual urges than others you know some people are on a spectrum of asexuality and that's okay too you know what i mean but for the most part a lot of people are on some type of spectrum of sexuality and that part is just it's just inherent it's just normal it's natural it's just who we are so it makes no sense for you to tiptoe or be direct and blunt about literally everything that has to do with you and somebody else in a relationship but then you tiptoe on sexuality it makes no sense because i feel like that is That is the, that is the beginning of a failed relationship, you know. Because what happens down the line, you realize. And I feel like this is one of the reasons why people cheat. Matter of fact, I remember somebody I used to work with back in the military who was married. He was married to a woman for thirty, not thirty, ten years, right? Over ten years. Um, His wife lives in lived in a different country at that time, Um, and we were stationed here in the U.S. And this man, he would drive to Dallas to meet up with his girlfriend. He had this girlfriend, and you know, guy talk, he would tell me stories about how he would get it on with his girlfriend. And the stories were very graphic, you know what I mean, like really graphic. And I was really interested, you know. I, I asked him, when you talk about your girlfriend, you're not as, you're, no, no, sorry. When you talk about your wife, you're not as excited, you know, when you talk about your wife compared to when you talk about your girlfriend. You know, I barely hear about your wife. So I started asking questions naturally out of curiosity about his wife. And he told me that the sex with his wife is very boring, you know, it's not something that he's interested in, it just has nothing to do with him at all. It's just, you know, just more so he got married at a really young age, she's a Christian woman, a very conservative woman, and blah, 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 and blah. And I told him, I asked him, why did you marry her? And he said he was almost pressured to marry her. So I told him, okay, well, I told him, okay, well, since you're married to this woman now, why not just do those, perform these sexual acts that you're doing with this girlfriend, with your wife? And he said that he doesn't feel comfortable doing that with her because that's not who she is. So like, then why would you marry her if that's not who she is? You know, you know who you are sexually. You know you're very freaking bad, as I say it, You know, um, why would you marry somebody who's more prude than you are? You know, and it's because of the whole religious thing, being religious, being Catholic, and also being come up from a conservative country and blah, blah, blah. Certain things are not spoken, you know, so much about until he moved to America where Americans are more open with with sexuality that he found somebody he was more sexually compatible with. But I feel like this is is, is a reality for a lot of people, especially for a lot of people from conservative countries um, because sex is sort of like a taboo. I feel like if he had been more honest, he wouldn't have ended up in a relationship where he doesn't feel sexually fulfilled because even though he's from a conservative country, I feel like there's other people just like him who are more on that spectrum of freakiness that he will be more compatible with as opposed to wasting his time with somebody who is more prude than he is. So that's what, that's what I mean by sexual compatibility. Of course, it's not just sexual compatibility. There are other kinds of compatibilities, you know, but you want to be sexually compatible with somebody that you're going to be marrying, you know, especially marrying, you know. Um, and that goes, doesn't matter what sexuality that is, you know, gay, straight, bisexual, everything else in between, you know, I do believe that you need to be honest, you need to be direct, you need to be blunt about what it is. You you know, you may not necessarily, it may not necessarily be a good idea to, you know, spill all your tea, right, right, right off the back, you know, out of fear of discrimination. But I feel like part of getting to know somebody is laying it all on the table, because at the end of the day, we're sexual beings, you know, are you... Is your sexuality compatible with my sexuality? Is this something that I can handle? We're sexual beings. We are sexual beings. We get horny. You know, some people for for other people, some people for these kind of people. Um, Different folks, different strokes. But we, we we are not able to elevate if we're not honest. We're not direct about this. And I feel like society in general needs to get with the program. Sexuality is a thing. We need more sexual advocates out there. We need more voice for people in general, LGBTQ, you know, heterosexuals. We need more positive reinforcement. I feel like um, there's not enough of that. And we have, if anything, we have more negative reinforcement because a lot of people, including straight people, um, get a skewed sense of sexuality and relationship in general from porn, from Hollywood. And these things are quite deceptive. They're quite detrimental, um, and they're more harmful you know, in the long run. So I feel like parents need to do a more, a better job in educating their kids, preparing them ahead of time, talking to them about sexuality, you know, the birds and the bees in whatever language, whatever, um, stage in life that that kid is that they can understand. And I feel like school programs, there should be more school programs. I don't, I don't really know what school programs are out here. I didn't go to, um, elementary school in America. So I can't really tell you, but I know for sure back in Nigeria, there was no talk about sex education whatsoever. And I feel like more of that needs to be spoken about, you know, as opposed to, um, don't do it because God said, so that makes no sense to me, you know, but that's just me. That's just my opinion. So to summarize sex is just, it's normal. We're sexual beings. It's just what it is, Mm. you know, like it or not, There's a reason you have a penis. There's a reason you have a vagina. There's a reason you get horny. There's a reason, whatever it is, you know, different folks, different things. There are people, um, there are straight men who like to get their salad tossed, you know, and by salad being tossed, you know, having their asshole played with and things like that. Some people like nipple play. Some people like this. Some people like that. Some people have other kinds of fetishes that may be weird to you, but even those people can't explain what it is about those fetishes that turn them on. And it is what it is. As long as it's legal and as long as nobody's getting hurt, nobody outside that party is getting hurt, I don't see why not. You know what I mean? And I think these are things that you need to discuss with your partner prior to getting in a committed, especially long-term relationship with them, most especially um, marriage. Doesn't matter religion, doesn't matter gender, doesn't matter class, doesn't matter culture. I think these are extremely, extremely important to discuss. What do you think?
1: No, I agree. Talk about it. I think it's as simple as that. I think, like, if people were more willing to be open-minded and more, and that led to easier routes of exploration, I don't think we would solve, per se, the issues that exist in the marriage market. But I do think we would get substantially closer to people better understanding themselves sexually before they were to enter a committed relationship
0: of course thank you very much mr ryan this is the end of this interview session this is a little bit um um untraditional for me this is my first time recording my phone thank you very much for your time i know it's really late thank you very much i do appreciate it and i look forward to talking to you more um hopefully in the future for more topics thank you very much i do appreciate it
1: thank you for having me
0: Good night. Hello again, everyone. This concludes this episode and this interview. If you enjoyed my podcast, please make sure to subscribe, download, share with your friends and family. If you're new to my YouTube, please make sure to subscribe, like, share, comment, and please hit that bell notification so that anytime I upload a video, you'll be the very first to be notified. Also, please make sure to check out my social media platforms, Facebook at Let's Talk About Us with Uche, Instagram at Let's Talk with Uche. And if you would like to share your story or just share some motivation or encouragement, please send me an email at Let's Talk with Uche at gmail.com. Thank you very much and talk to you in the next episode.